0: Welcome back. It's a good thing we're not thin-skinned around here because we've got politics and religion and football in today's updates. I'm Mike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. In case you haven't noticed, it doesn't take a whole lot to get us stirred up about politics. By us, I mean everybody on my Facebook feed. But since President Donald Trump stopped by McLean Bible College in Virginia on Sunday, the pastor has had to explain himself for praying for the president or at least felt the need to explain himself. And that pastor spent years here in Alabama before moving to Virginia. Now, if you believe in prayer like I do, then you believe we've had 45 presidents who need a whole bunch of it. And even if you don't like the president at any given time, one might think he'd need a little more divine intervention than most. But it's never that simple anymore. And Pastor David Platt acknowledged in a letter to his congregation that some had felt hurt by his having done it. He cited 1 Timothy chapter 2, where Paul encourages prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings for all people, and specifically kings and those in high positions. Platt wanted to make sure it was clear that he wasn't endorsing anything political. He had prayed in part, quote, "...so we pray that we would look to you and that he would trust in you, he would lean on you, and that he would govern and make decisions in ways that are good for justice and good for righteousness and good for equity." Now, as AL.com's Greg Garrison reported, the Reverend Platt had been a pastor of the church at Brook Hills in Birmingham, Alabama. He was only 28 when he became pastor at the 4,300-member church in 2006, making him the nation's youngest megachurch pastor at the time. He left in 2014 to become president of the International Mission Board for the Southern Baptist Convention, and then in 2018 went to work at McLean. He's expected back in Birmingham during the Southern Baptist Pastors Conference June 9th and 10th, and the Southern Baptist Convention, June 11th and 12th. Nothing ever stays exactly the same, even football rivalries ebb and flow. Remember when Alabama LSU was a really big deal nationally? Our buddy Mark Heim at AL.com reports that this year, for the first time in almost a decade, that game has been knocked out of prime time. And Paul Feinbaum calls that a smart move on CBS's part. Feinbaum said on the round table on Birmingham's WJOX 94.5, right now, and I hope LSU fans will turn the radio down, but the LSU-Alabama game at Bryant-Denny Stadium does not have the cachet it used to. Now, if there are any LSU fans listening, and I know at least one of you who probably is, when Feinbaum says doesn't have the cachet it used to, that's like a real fancy way of saying it's not as prestigious. But anyway, Alabama's won eight in a row against LSU, and over the past five seasons, the average score has been 22-8. to eight. Last year, the Tide won 29-0, to zero, and as Mark pointed out, you may only remember it for that real sad-looking young woman in the stands who became the star of internet memes. The state of Alabama has often been a force on American Idol. Singers such as Reuben Studdard, Taylor Hicks, Bo Bice, Paul McDonald, Jess Muse, C.J. Harris, and Dexter Roberts have represented well on the show. And Walker Burroughs recently was cut just before the final six. Now, most of those I just named are from Central and North Alabama. But AL.com's Lawrence Specker reports that auditions for the 18th season will include a stop in Mobile on August 20th. if you can't make it to the in-person auditions, you can submit an online audition at www.americanidol.com slash auditions. At that site, you can also register to attend a live audition and see some of the age and other restrictions. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back again tomorrow. As always, y'all are welcome to come see us anytime you want to on the World Wide Web at AL.com.